Welcome to PB Link Stories. We explore the stories and uncover the business secrets of some of Britain's most successful entrepreneurs. For Inga Kopala, carpentry and craftsmanship are in the blood. As a child, she worked in her father's joinery workshop for pocket money. Later, she chose to study marketing and management at university, was awarded a degree in the subject. She is now managing, managing director of Amber, an award-winning fitted interiors design studio in Islington, London. Inga came to the UK in 2000, if my LinkedIn research is correct, to continue her studies. She was awarded a Master of Arts in Employment Studies and HRM at London Metropolitan University in 2002. 15 years later, she founded Amber with her husband and business partner, Piotr Wojciechowski. Uh, Inga takes care of management and business, while Piotr, who has a background in construction, looks after projects and installation as operations director. Also, fun fact, Inga at one point ran a high-end, world-famous Polish deli in London. Inga, you have the perfect background for what you do. Thank you for uh, joining me on PB Link Stories today. Um, I should add that Amber is not uh, a run-of-the-mill design studio. It's a it's a family business that specialises in high-end, high-quality design and installation. There's stunning photos of Amber's work on the website and on Insta, etc. Uh, you can see these at amber.co.uk. Inga, thanks very much for coming along and joining us today. Thank you very much, Bill, for inviting me. Yeah, great. We've, we've, uh, we've, I have a lot to ask you. Um, my first question, Polish construction professionals enjoy an excellent reputation in the UK. Do you find that your nationality is an advantage in the business you're in? Well, in terms of the Polish nationality, uh, I believe that a lot comes from the history and the way uh, things were during the communist uh, time that we had to, and especially our parents had to work with their hands a lot to actually get things done in their homes by themselves because there was no access to their to the products, to the finishes, no access to the uh, labour. So everything was done by themselves. They had to learn all the other um, trades, all different trades themselves and do things. I remember my mom, you know, wallpapering the walls and, and us helping them and painting and decorating oh, yeah. and little things around the house. So... Um, also, I think because of all the struggles and the times, our, our attitude towards the work, we can do it, we will do it, is has been quite uh, important. And that's what we translate onto the work ethics and how we work in the UK. I think that is something that it's, it's, it's quite valued and appreciated by, by our clients. Yeah. Absolutely, absolutely. Following on from that question then, 
have you found advantages, disadvantages, a glass ceiling in your career or in your business as a woman in the construction business in the UK? There is not many women in the constructions on site. Uh, however, what we've, we within our company, um, we've got a little bit of split. We've got the design team, who is mainly women, and I'm as a managing director as well. So I think you know, 50% of our workforce are women, and then another 50 where we've got the fitting team are men. Um, in our company, I don't think we've got um, any problems with that. We haven't been experiencing that as women. And also, uh, we, we even heard from our clients who've been working with us that working with our team of installers is a pleasant to, to do for women clients. Right, they okay. don't feel patronised or they don't feel us approach us as a woman asking silly questions, they actually um, respected and, and educated and, and it's not something that they would feel that they look down at. And, um, and that was quite uh, interesting to hear it from the clients. We probably within our team, we take it a little bit for granted that we work at the same level and we communicate and we kind of discuss things and, and yeah. learn from each other. But um, our clients who have no knowledge or experience feeling that way, that they actually could easily express their uh, concern or ask questions without feeling, without being patronized or uh, feeling that they work uh, with men, with their tradesmen, yeah. uh, was, was, very, was very interesting. And I, I think it was quite quite nice to hear that and that is all thanks to, to Piotr and the way he communicates with the client and how he approaches women and many of our clients are women nowadays I must say. Well of course so, so a definite advantage then if, if, if the client is a woman and she's communicating with a woman at Amber yeah I can definitely well, see that. You know we work within the residential industry we work mainly with residential clients um, it is still often the case, or not always, I would say, that it's um, the men who pays for everything, but then the woman makes all the decisions and overlooks the project. Therefore, mm. it is quite important because, especially if we work within their kitchens or bathrooms, that it's quite personal to them and they use it a lot more often and they, they spend most of the time in it. Um, sure. It is the space that women women would like to have um, their input, and they wanted to kind of put their stamp on it. So um, it is extremely important for us, as the whole team, uh, to to communicate with them in a nice and, and polite and respectful way, and and listen to their needs. Sure, uh, sure. we deliver. Yeah, it's, 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 it's about the people. It's about the people. That's what I'm hearing. Moving on to the business side of things, Inga. At, at one point during lockdown, you had to close your design studio to the public. How did lockdown affect business? Have you bounced back? Well, for us, lockdown and uh, the whole kind of last year was extremely interesting. And actually, we... 
we've made so many changes. We um, de developed new strategies. We developed, we implemented new systems and procedures. We, um, I, I was really happy to see the whole team just putting the hats together and brainstorming and actually coming up with interesting ideas. We also had time to reflect on the business, get some people involved who could advise us, who looked from outside in and could help us with reviewing their marketing strategy and how we work. Um, so there's been lots of interesting changes. And I must say the business actually came up much stronger uh, okay. In, okay. Of, in terms of business itself. It's not like we uh, we reached the the turnover, but we kind of, and that's that's what I really wanted. That when this storm finishes, you kind of came up the other side stronger and ready for for the economy um, when it bounces back. So we actually ready for 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 the new phase, uh, and I think very much we are, which makes us calmer, more prepared and and ready to um, to take on new uh, projects. That's great. So it's good to hear about you turned negatives into positives. And I guess the nature of your business, you're able to do consultations remotely like we're doing this interview now. Uh, you could have clients anywhere in the UK by doing consultations. You can send out samples and so forth. So I guess maybe um, the lockdown has been an opportunity for you to actually bounce back much stronger than you even were before. Exactly, yes. And that's what we found, that by picking up the new technology very quickly and actually implementing it into our business almost overnight um, was a great great opportunity for us. I must say that's the strength of a small family-owned business because we are so responsive and flexible that we can actually um, update and implement new solutions uh, almost immediately. Um, therefore, that's, that's our strength. Now, that, that's interesting because that leads me to my next question, though. At the moment, British business is suffering what we like to say in, 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 in English, a triple whammy. We've had COVID, we've had the Suez Canal uh, blockage that stopped all sorts of supplies going everywhere around the world, and we've had Brexit. So um, a lot of companies are really struggling with this. I believe that you uh, in Amber, you actually have your own supply chain because you have your own factory in Poland producing your kitchen, uh, bathroom units and so forth uh, for, for, for your use. So I guess that maybe gives you a bit of an edge in terms of your competition. But also, I'm just wondering as well, in terms of this um, resilience and responsiveness that you've spoken about, how have you coped with all these challenges that have come across us lately? Well, you, you are exactly right. We, uh, by controlling the process from start to finish. So we control the design and supply and overlook the quality of the production to installation. We've got much more um, power and control to deliver 
on time and on the budget. Of course, we are affected as any other company by unexpected events like COVID, which impacted production of small components which are manufactured in China and in remote locations. And unfortunately, they have to be shipped long distance. Uh, however, we are doing our best to diverse the supply chain in that respect so we can um, substitute it with a different product, try to find different solutions. Um, not always is that possible. We, however, we haven't had any delays from our side and the reason is that we manage the ordering process uh, mm -hmm. as well as uh, the manufacturing. So when we place the, when we sign the contract with the clients, we already know the lead times for each part, like appliances, worktops. Therefore, when we provide them with the project work schedule, we kind of, we factor that in. With some of the products, uh, we've, we had delays, as windows or, or which affected the whole project but it's it is a minor well we, then we're trying to reshift it and work around it and make sure that the clients is not out of the kitchen or without the kitchen for a longer time then we just work around that again fact that we project manage the whole process is is extremely helpful client doesn't really have to get involved they just informed, okay, unfortunately, we've got the, uh, the delay on that. However, that's the solution. That's how we're proposing to work around that. So many of our clients are actually remote and staying in Wales or Devon or, you okay. know, during the project, they don't even need to be on site because we, again, use all the resources and new technology like WhatsApp and, and video calling to actually keep them updated. But coming back to your to your question, uh, yes, okay. So there are now a few aspects. Brexit is one because of the border controls. Uh, furniture are the products that it actually hasn't been really, um, you know, there is not many certificates you have to get. There is not many. Um, documents to actually that need to prepare for, for it to be shipped over and because we use smaller vehicles then the uh, crossing the border is much quicker much more efficient uh, it's not something that we've been doing just because of the brexit we've been using smaller vans and solar transport which means that each kitchen is delivered uh, years before because of the um, quality control. Again, we, we transport is the, is the biggest risk for the furniture. Therefore, we always wanted to make sure that there is, that they're not exposed to any risk during the transportation uh, because then it's extreme cost to the company, extreme cost to the environment um, an extreme cost to the client in terms of delays and time if any of the components get damaged. So that's been something we've been doing before. Now, during the Brexit time and the transition, it helped us enormously because it actually um, 
was the reason we hadn't had any delays on the border. We could easily transition from working with the open borders. In terms of the COVID, it's, it, everyone is in the same boat. Again, as we've got a smaller production, we are much more flexible and much more accommodating and we can shift things quicker than any other company. So if the client's got any delays, we do our best to postpone the delivery as much as we can so they don't have to be exposed to additional costs for the storage. Working with larger companies, unfortunately, that is not permitted. Clients have to accept deliveries and have to either store it on site, which causes a lot of, uh, which could be a, another potential risk for the furniture because they have to be kept in certain condition or they have to rent storage and, and be exposed to additional costs. So yes, that, that's, that's, that's really helpful for us to, to kind of have a co closer control. That also helps us emotionally because we know that we can control it. We kind of manage it well in advance. We communicate with everyone. So it is much less stressful. Uh, it's just another thing that we just need to discuss at our team meetings, but it's it's not like we have to really tear our hair out and, and, and we are completely out of control. Fantastic. I mean, that, to me, that sounds like the best of both worlds twice. You're a small family business delivering high quality, uh, high quality products, but you're completely self-sufficient, almost, almost completely self-sufficient from manufacturing the stuff in Poland to actually bringing it here in the UK. Um, so, you know, best of both worlds there. Everything extremely well planned down to the finest detail. But again, because it's a small family business, you can be responsive when there's changing circumstances that make it necessary. So, you know, that this all this all rebounds to the benefit of your customers. It's great. Now, I mentioned earlier on that people could have a look at your website or Insta and see some examples of your work. But actually, there's an even better opportunity uh, for especially people in the construction business. I'm talking about the event scheduled in the Amber Studio in Islington with Polish Business Link, <clears throat> excuse me, on the 7th of October, Kitchen Business Networking, quite a unique business networking event for construction professionals with a twist. Everybody gets to come along to the studio, everybody gets to, to cook, um, and everybody gets to share a little bit of their information um, and, uh, and expertise with each other. Uh, you, can, you can find details of this event and you can book via events.tblink.co.uk. And I'm sure if you put in Construction Kitchen Business Networking London to Google, it'll come up. Inga, we, we've arrived at our final question of the day of, of this interview. Here comes a question we ask everybody on PB Link Stories. What's the secret of business? Well, for me, the secret of business are people. And it's not only people within the business, people around the business, your network, your people who you know, but also your clients. Without the clients, there is no business. 
Without a workman and employees, there is no business. Without the managers and the owners, there is no business. So it is all around people. Fantastic. That brings us right back to what you were saying earlier on there. It's all about people. Excellent. Inga, that's all we have time for today. I wish you had more time. I have so much more I could ask you, so much more we could discuss. Thank you very much for giving us your time and sharing your inspiration today. Thank you very much for having me. It was and a pleasure. To, you, to our listeners, be sure to subscribe to PB Link Stories as we hunt down inspiring entrepreneurs to discover the secret of business. Join us at our next event and engage with the business community. 